Welcome everyone, this is Virginia Parsons and I am your Hangout Mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. And have I got a show for you today. I am so excited with our guest who came on the red eye all the way from Hawaii to share her expertise and her knowledge with us. That's none other than Dame DC Cordova. And I'll bring her on in just a moment. What I'd like to do first is just ask all of you because I know that your time is valuable and precious. There's only so many hours in the day and the fact that you've chosen to be here with us today is a real honor and we'd like to hear from you. So just type in the comment box where you're hanging out from and also you know what's your passion? What's your business all about? Because my intention is to really form a collaborative of business women who share and uplift and inspire each other to bring out their success. And my intention for the Inspirational Businesswoman Show is actually to provide you with a gold mine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to grow your business from what I call inspirational businesswomen in the know. And today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com where you can take advantage of a free Hangout Marketing Assessment that's going to measure your skill set and your knowledge base using Google Hangouts on Air to brand and market your business and to help you reach new heights of visibility, social influence, and success. So all you need to do to take advantage of that assessment is to text the word success. S-U-C-C-E-S-S -S, to the number 307-269-2040. And you'll be able to take that assessment. It won't take not even five minutes to do. And it will give you a score on your knowledge base. And you also may qualify for a free strategy session with me. So take advantage of that, won't you? So I'm very excited today to introduce DC Cordova. I'm going to give you a little background about her because I did not know all that she has done. I've just learned about DC and, and the remarkable work that she's done over the past 35 years. And she's going to be sharing some very valuable information, tips and strategies to help you reach new heights of success all around the topic of money and business. So that is what today's topic is, Money and You Accelerated. And Dame DC Cordova is the CEO of Accelerated Business Schools and Money and You. And what she's going to share with you today is going to be very exciting. It's about her business success model. You know, she has trained over 100,000 people from the world using the success model. And you've got some very influential people who have now been applying that to grow their businesses in remarkable ways. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to discuss the three phases of money and where you stand in those phases. Do you know where you are? I'm not sure I do, so I'm looking forward to that information. Finally, about your deservability level. And that to me I think is really foundational, especially for women business owners who are so good at helping and supporting so many other people in their lives but sometimes don't take the time or don't give themselves the credit they deserve to be successful. So we've got DC Cordova here to answer lots of questions in this area. But before I bring her on, I want to say one more thing about her and let her expand upon it. And that is her mission. Her mission and her passion is all about transforming the educational system around the world 
She really wants to eradicate hunger and poverty on a global scale. And that's why she continues to do the work that she does, not because she has to work, but because it inspires a much bigger passion and mission. So without further ado, I'd like to bring DC on and say hi to our audience, DC. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited. So excited. Thank you. Great. Well, we're going to start today by talking a bit about your background. I think most people who start a business, especially women, would like to hear how you came up through the ranks, how your business grew and evolved, because I know there's quite a story to that. So go ahead and share that with our audience. Actually, one way to do business is for you to create your own whole new way of doing business and that's exactly what I did when I was only 29 years old and pretty much I grew up in Chile my family took me to Los Angeles when I was 12 years old I grew up like a regular teenager um, by the time I was in my early 20s I had gone through quite a bit of what I could call a little bit of a tragic life it, it, it was a very very sad time of my life but it was almost the foundation for my success and uh, pretty much my first love was killed. I had, a, I had a miscarriage. I had many friends that passed away. And so I shut down myself completely and became a workaholic. So I was in the legal field. At first I was a, an assistant uh, legal secretary. Then I became an interpreter. Then I became a court reporter. I was an official court reporter. And that's where a lot of my business background comes from. And I was going to grow up to be an attorney. But by the time I was 24 years old, I was very, so I decided to move to a beautiful place, which was Hawaii. I decided to go ahead and move to, to Hawaii where I could have the opportunity to be able to kind of like relax and be depressed in a place <laughs> that was really beautiful. And I had an epiphany when I was 26 years old that everything that had happened to me really had happened for a reason and that I had, and that I had a job to do. So I went looking for that. So I did a lot of research, and this is important for people to know because sometimes people don't realize that there is a part of you that's speaking to us, that's speaking to you, and you may not go out and do the research necessary for you to really find what needs to be done. So I found the first business school for entrepreneurs of its kind. Later they developed a program called Money and You, and by 19... 79 when I was 29 years old I had the opportunity to be able to just kind of like really immerse myself in that business by the time I was 30 uh, some, the creators of it even though we were still working together they had pretty much turned everything over to me I was already a 50% uh, owner and just really moved into the world of entrepreneurial education that was experiential in nature but also very much breakthrough and there wasn't anything like it on the planet there wasn't anything like it and I remember people telling me you know DC I, there's nothing like it I don't think you're gonna succeed I don't think that you should really be doing this you're gonna after being so successful and making all that money in the legal system you're gonna you know fall flat on your face and it was really interesting for me to be able to just kind of like really follow the clues and it worked. So I've been doing that. I have been CEO in the background, just churning out social entrepreneurs. There are a lot of famous names that you know come to our program, have attended our program. Some I've had the opportunity to shape a little bit myself. Some shape a lot, and um, have 
and have loved it. I have seen so many changes in the world. And even today, today we're having another massive demonstration that has to do with climate change. And that for me is at least the people are speaking up and not just kind of following, you know, this path that looks so convenient. And this is the same thing that happens in business. And that's what I always love to talk about. Well, you're an example of someone who was open to the flow. I did a post about this uh, the other day and how important it is to be available and not fight the flow. So even though you were very successful in the legal system, something else opened itself to you and you stepped in in spite of the naysayers. I say bravo. That's really phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about the business success model because that is really sort of the framework around what you, you do um, instruct on. Isn't that right? Yes, actually. And one of the things that I want to say that I became uh, a speaker, a trainer, an educator by default. When you run companies, you have to speak to your teams. And so a lot of people don't know me, have never heard of me, and that has been done on purpose. One of the things you need to know when you run into a lot of successful people, they pretty much have planned their path. But also we have followed the clues and gone down a certain way. So the, the thing that, that I learned and that many of the people that have been affected by our Money and You program and the Business School for Entrepreneurs is a thing called the Business Success Model. And it's literally the spine to a business. And this is, I want to talk for just a couple of minutes about my favorite business book. And it's called Good to Great by a gentleman by the name of Jim Collins. Jim Collins talks about three circles that you need to have in order for you to be successful. This is based on the most successful American companies. And I just want to share that it is important for people to understand that he couldn't at the time get the facts in global companies. But if I look at the world right now, I would say that also companies around the world have done the same thing. The first circle is what is your customer crazy about you? Do they rave about you? Do they go, wow, I love this product. I love this thing. And they recommend it to others. The other one is the thing that you are most passionate about. And the last part, which is what many wonderful people miss, is having an economic engine. And I want you to take those words in. I want you to really start saying, economic engine. Do I have an economic engine to my passion, to what I do? Because one of the things that I find out that there are so many wonderful products and services in the world that never get seen because people have, and I'm going to be weaving in the different things I'm teaching in this program, they don't have their deservability level high enough. It's not, it's not there in order for them to be able to allow themselves to have the life of their dreams the business of their dreams. So in the business success model, we talk about learning from masters. And that's what you do. You know, this is the great thing. I mean, I just love it. You know, a hangout mentor is a person that naturally, when I saw your name, when I saw you, and I said, oh, I want to be on her show when she invited me because I know she has wonderful masters that come in. So a master at something that you want to learn, that you want to master. The next thing is to have a niche. And that again, you, your customers, your clients cannot be crazy about you if you don't have a niche. You have to be very, very specific. 
So when you Google me, when you see all the different things that I have done, you will find that I pretty much have a very powerful niche. Then you have to leverage that niche through an aligned team and then of course you create a thing called synergy and then you create a thing called results. That's the business success model. Now people are going to have an opportunity and uh, they can see it right there on my byline. They can download and they can go see a very extensive, I think it's 20, 30 minutes, where I go into a lot of details about the business success model. But one of the things you need to know is that it's very important for you to create a skeleton, a spine for your organization or your business in order for you to be successful. Now, would you like me to go into any more details? What would you like? Oh, there's so much information there. Uh, I, I'd like to go back for a moment, if you don't mind, because I think the term economic engine is very powerful in and of itself, and it looks like you have taken that and moved it into your business success model and this area of, of master, niche, leveraging with your team, synergy, and results. Is that what you would term an economic engine? Yes, it's actually the business success model encompasses two areas. There, there is, um, let me just, oh, there's so much that I know about this, so my brain comes up with all these ideas. In our business school for entrepreneurs, we have been studying and researching for many, many years. There's three major areas that an entrepreneur needs to know. That is sales and marketing, people and organization, money and finances. Sales, you must be great at sales if you're going to have an economic engine, which means that you have to be able to sell. If you're not good at it, don't worry. Make one tea, as we say in China. You hire people that are good at sales or bring in as a partner, bring in somebody that's great at sales. Marketing is like rocket science, as you know. And I love the way that you use marketing, the way that you use all the different aspects of technology. And if I may say, at our age, this is amazing because a lot of people at our age have like blocks to technology and this is a very, this is a thing that you cannot afford. You have to stay on top of everything, on top of, but you can master everything. You just have to stay on top of it and those things that you don't know, then you hire somebody like Virginia that's going to be your hangout mentor. Then you're going to say, great, what do I need to know about this area? That is so magnificent. I love hangouts, you know? so. That is marketing, then you need to be very specific on which area you're going to go ahead and focus on. People and organization in setting up your economic engine is the most important one. People. Oh, I love people. And believe me, I also have a saying that if I would have a much easier business if I didn't have to deal with people. <laughs> and we all have to deal with people, but we deal with me. <laughs> and basically, what we're looking at here is we have a little bundle of joy as people. We have opinions. We, we think we know it all in certain areas. We have emotions. We have feelings. We have good days. We have bad days. We get our feelings hurt. Um, we get, you know, our um, hormones go through the roof. Men have hormones too. We're talking about men and women, not just women. And so what happens is that if you're not good with people, you have to surround yourself with very good people. My first two business partners, the men who created the work that I inherited, and Robert Kiyosaki of Rich Dad Poor Dad, who was my business partner for nine years, both of their strengths 
were not people. They're not people. They're very, very good at what they did and what they do, but they are not good with people. So I got to be 50% partner because I'm really good with people. I know how to build teams, how to create teams. So you want to have someone like me that loves people, knows how to negotiate, communicate, create memorandums of understanding, plus my legal background really comes in handy at times. And then organization, not organizations, not plural, but the act of being organized, of putting systems in place. And that's why I congratulate you when you begin to study more with us, you will see that I'm constantly bringing up different tools and different aspects of being very successful. We have things like the rules of the game, and we have um, different uh, tools that we present. We bring in different you know, hangouts at different moments, teaching different things, because being organized is key because you can have the best salesperson out there selling but if you don't have someone that follows up with the client with the customers and deliver what was sold delivers what was promised and remember you always under promise and over deliver and then the last two are the money and finances money get has to do with the next three things that I'll be talking about the you know the three steps to money. It also has to do with deservability. So in many ways, the money part is the psychology of it, is the deservability of it, which a lot of business schools do not cover. And we, you know, people like Sharon Lecter, who I am, I adore her, and she was Robert Kiyosaki's next one, and she was the power behind the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. And she has written a book called um, uh, The uh, Think and Grow Rich for Women. And one of the things that we were having a conversation, uh, we have a hangout talking about this, is also the part about creating the skeleton, is being able to put the financial pieces together. So there's the, the servability level, now there's the logistics of money. And you, who do you have a good bookkeeper? Do you have a good accountant? Do you have a good attorney? Do you have a good financial advisor. What, do you, what are you going to do with the profits or when you don't have profits? How do you correct? So you can correct without having statistics, we have, without having figures, without being able to keep track of the money that you have. So money is clearing the blocks, the deservability level, and that's why Money and You has been so successful for 35 years and so many people become millionaires from our program because we kind of like support them. We create an environment where people just kind of blow those, the, that deservability level to a whole other level. But we also recommend that people have a very good team, which again takes us back to the business success model, which is having an aligned team of people that will work with you. So as you can see, it's a holistic approach. There's all these different pieces. It's not just linear, it's not like two-dimensional. It's actually, it's money, success, finances, happiness, joy, contribution. It's actually a holistic um, affair that has many different components. It's very multi-dimensional. And what happens is that we have different personality styles that there is one style, there's D-I-S-C, and there's one style that is very good at figures and numbers and quality control, but they just like to stay with the status quo and don't like to expand too much. But then there's another group of people, the D's and the I's, 
that are visionary and they love to move fast and they like to try new things. An ideal team is a team that has all four different personalities and it allows you for you to be able to really integrate all the different aspects. And I think that's why we have been so successful in our Money in You program and our business school for entrepreneurs because we bring in the balance between the metaphysical, the invisible, we make that visible, and also very sound business tools and proven tools that I not only learned through my legal background, being in court and watching thousands of cases in many ways, but then also from all the masters that we have had at our business school. And then you decide on a business model. What is going to be your business model? My business model is licensing. I did a lot of research on what's the difference between franchising and licensing, where the model for me in the education field was going to be really licensing. So I chose that business model. I am now getting into a renewable energy business that has a lot more products, a lot more products. So I may choose a franchise model as one of the aspects of the business. So it depends on what business you're in, and that requires entrepreneurial education, which is what you're getting right now. Oh my gosh, what a plethora of fabulous information. <laughs> my head's spinning and just you know, knowing where to take you with this. Um, your comment about the metaphysical aspects of business I think are also of interest to our viewers. Can you give us an example of one of the metaphysical areas that you do focus on with money? <clears throat> well, what happens is in, we have one of our mentors Excuse me, it's a gentleman by the name of Buckminster Fuller. And Buckminster Fuller yeah. is a great genius. If you go to if you Google him or you go to moneyandyou.com forward slash Buckminster dash Fuller, you will get all of this amazing information and links to him. But Buckminster Fuller used to study nature and then apply it to human behavior. And he taught us a principle, a generalized principle. A generalized principle is true at all times. And they're metaphysical in nature sometimes. For instance, gravity, gravity, we don't see gravity, but we know gravity exists. I mean, gravity is always there. Leverage, leverage is actually a generalized principle. If you, you, know, if you have a certain balance, you can actually something very like and pick up something very heavy. You also have leverage in financial matters. And then you have a thing called precession. Precession is literally the mathematics of the ripple effects of your actions, of the 90 degree effects of your actions. When you have an understanding that every time you move in a certain direction towards a certain goal, there's going to be precession effects that are going to occur, there's going to be all of these unexpected things that will come up. One of the metaphysical principles is for you to stay very focused on what you intended to do. If then something comes up that is very attractive to you and that your gut says, you know what, I think I'm supposed to be going that way, <clears throat> don't just turn that way. Do your research. Do your planning. Never ever make any major decisions when you are emotional. Any major decision. This is, I'm very serious, especially with women. We are so in many ways, we have such a beautiful heart, and we will make the craziest decision based on our hearts, 
which is great, but we also have to have the balance of the sound business practical tools. So it's very important for you, the metaphysical aspect is for you to follow your intuition, take a look around, do your research, then follow the clues, and if you're supposed to go that way, then go that way. But remember, going that way may change your whole life. This is very, very important. So having an understanding of you, having an understanding of what your fears are. And in our Money in Your program, we, we really, it's about money and it's about you. We really create environments. And here I will move into talking about the three steps of money because this is, this is right in there. The three steps of money, are you in the process of making the money? Are you in the process of keeping the money that you managed to make? Or are you in the process of growing the money you managed to keep? You have to be very realistic. This is where the balancing comes in. This is where the integration of all these different aspects of you come in. Because you have to be very real. If you are just in the process of making it or you just had the worst divorce or you just lost your business you just you're almost homeless you are in the process of making the money take a few deep breaths three deep breaths bless your soul that you ran into this particular you know program I love to give free education you just follow me around and you will get enough education to get you out of it then you can pay for the other programs but there's a lot of wonderful free education out there that can get you on your feet the biggest thing though is healing the soul, healing your spirit. Because if you don't do the healing when you have big learning experiences, and this is also true for men and women, no matter what stage they're in in their lives when they have big learning experiences, big mistakes. The next step is to keeping the money. Now to keep the money, you have to have systems in place. So when you read the business success model and, and you listen to my teaching, on the business success model. I go into a lot of systems, so I won't do that right now because that takes a while. So you just follow through as you download and you go and study with me. Then what you need to understand is that when you are keeping the money, you need different set of masters that will teach you. And then, of course, you go into, now you're going to grow the money, expand the money, which could be by you putting more of your capital into your business. When you start making money, you don't go out and buy a brand new Corvette. You don't buy a brand new whatever. And you don't go out and buy a $3,000 Louis Vuitton. You take a look at that $3,000 and say, hmm, do I need a purse or do I need $3,000 to put in my marketing that will make me more money? When you're rolling in the dough, then you will know when you are in total affluence at that time is when you go and you spend the money on the goodies, on Duda, what our uh, mentor that taught both Robert Kiyosaki and I, the word Duda. Duda is stuff that adds no value but you love. So what, those are the three steps. But then this is where deservability comes in. Because there's something really interesting that happens to human beings. They make the money, great. Now, that keeping the money and growing the money that you have, this is where deservability comes in. And if you have a pattern of constantly losing the money, you make the money, then you lose it, or you, you do things. I mean, you actually watch yourself doing things that you should not be doing and you can't stop yourself. You literally can now visualize a deservability 
glass ceiling that both men and women have. And this particular glass ceiling is not allowing you to go beyond that and it creates dramas and hooks that keep you at a level that's comfortable for you, even though you may not like it, somewhere in your subconscious. And this is why we play experiential games for three and a half days because there's no way for me to know another human being subconscious. Only they can discover that aspect of themselves. You cannot tell another. Only you can. You can oh, you're the only one that can look inside and say, oh, that's where my deservability level is. Let me blow that out of the water. And then you know you do that by discovering the most negative thoughts you have about money. Maybe we can have another hangout where we can go through the, those processes. They're quite I think, extensive. I think they'd find that very valuable because you know, I have a course also on my on my site, virginiaparsons.com, and it's all about shatter your own glass ceiling because right. we do tend to put our own restrictions on ourselves more so than, even than I think other people do, although we let push us down too. But shattering your own glass ceiling is all about deservability and understanding and accepting and validating you indeed can reach new heights. So I think that they would find that very valuable, DC. <laughs> Well, you know, and it's, it's very much also, it's, it's about, you know, discovering those decisions that you made when you were very young. Some of those decisions were made when we were children that yeah. are still running us, you know, and we listen to them, we hear them from our parents, we hear them from our schools, we hear them from our religion, our churches and our synagogues and mosques. We hear them everywhere. So it's very important for you to find what is the what is the postulate? What is the 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 decision that you made around money that runs you? Once you have that discovery, then what happens is and and you just write in the, like on top of the pages that my most negative thoughts about money are my most negative thoughts. You know, my mother had, my father had different pages, and you write, 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 and you discover that underlying. And that in itself will begin to allow you to see the world differently. Your paradigm will shift. So the, it's all together. You know, it's like sometimes we make lists of things that I'm going to cover. But for me, it, it, the biggest gift, what, if I were to have a secret, which I really don't, there is no such thing as a secret in business. And money is very easy to make. It's easy to build your empire when you understand the business success model when you understand the three steps to money, when you understand deservability, and also when you understand sales and marketing, people and organization, money and finances, and really power up with entrepreneurial education. And, and when you are in business, you have to understand the rules of the game of business. And a lot of people don't. They, they throw themselves under the bus, so to speak, and then have learning experiences. Oh gosh, that, that I think it's so valuable just to listen to you and hear two two aspects that really ring for me. And I'm sorry that 30 minutes has just flown by as we knew it would, mm -hmm. but it it is the concept of your own belief in yourself, the deservability factor, then these three phases of money and what one you might be stuck in, <laughs> and uh, uh, then um, having systems that you can really follow. Mm -hmm that move your business forward. So I hate to cut this short, and we're not really, but what I'm going to do, DC, is 
absolutely ask you back because I think that this is something that people do want to hear more about. I'm going to post in the um, event comments the um, ability for those who'd like to come inside for a few minutes and say hi to DC if you have any specific questions. She'll be here with us for a few more minutes. Um, but I also want to thank all of you for being here. There's numerous people from around the world. We've got Elaine and Lynn and we've got um, Lori and Sheila and here we've got Todd and Joanne and, and Jill. It, gets, it goes on and on. Lana, I want to thank you all for being here and taking your time to learn from a real master who has uh, just got so much to share with us. She's, she's also doing a Money and You program coming up in November in Cancun of all places, so you might want to be checking that out if you want to get into a lot more of the psychological aspects of money and deservability and all of the different phases. So I am going to post that right now if you'll just hold with me for a moment. If you do decide to come into, we, we can do up to nine at a time, or eight I should say. If you decide to come inside to hang out and ask DC some questions, make sure you come in and initially mute yourself and then we'll call on you. So I'm putting this in the um, address bar now. Here we go. You know, while they're coming in, I wanted to say that one of the things that is very important for you to understand that global entrepreneurship is very important. And our program in Cancun on November 6th through 9th, we're going to have entrepreneurs from around the world. You will have an instant market, global market, to hang out with some of the most amazing people, including my um, billionaire with heart, um, one Ming who will be there and and I really want you to know that it's very important for you to allow yourself that's another deservability level to expand your markets globally and don't believe the media or people that think it's American for you to be doing business overseas all the big companies do it all the big wealth experts do it so you should too oh fabulous well, I'm going to stop the broadcast now but don't hesitate to come in and, and talk to DC for a moment and ask her any questions. If you don't know how to get in, you can also type your questions in the comment area and we'll be sure to get to those. We may not get to them all today, but we will get your questions answered. So feel free to do that as well. I also want to let you know that next week we're having on the show Anne McIndoo. She is an expert at writing books and helping you get your book written and published. You're going to be very excited to learn how she does that. She's helped um, entrepreneurs publish over a thousand books so far, so she's going to have lots of valuable information for you in the book writing area and then also how you can take that information and leverage it to grow your business. So make sure you get here as well next week for Ann McIndoo. Once again, DC, I want to say Thank you so very much for joining us today. And I'm going to stop the broadcast now. If you want to come in and join us, feel free to. Say bye, DC. Bye. <laughs>